dude like before we go on air um yeah this dude right so he paid uh four hundred dollars it's like a video going around uh the internet so he paid four hundred dollars to ask alexa bliss out and it's wait, like the most... wait, wait, wait. Did, you, did you say four hundred dollars yeah it's like the most cringy thing dude like he paid 400 bucks to ask her out and she basically sent like a response it's like oh hey like sorry i'm flattered i have a boyfriend you know so it's like 400 dollars just right down the drain Spent all that damn money wait that was <laughs> that was wait. you kenny it's izzy the prodigy here kenny brandon what's going on chris van fleet here I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and just stacking them up like New Day pancakes. It was a big accomplishment of your podcast. So send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I am Facebook for Christ's sake. Brandon, I pay you back for WrestleMania tickets $400. What do you do with it? It's Listen, like I, I just don't understand that. Like I like I give you this money, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Like I feel better, but I, I shouldn't have given it to you because you're gonna go spend it on something stupid like that. Like it, it's my money, okay, and I want it now. Like everybody in the in the, in the comment section, be sure to hit the subscribe button, smash the like, yes. and just spread the word about this wonderful wrestling podcast all right that's all you need to worry about brandon you can't change the subject we right gotta, now listen kushida, kushida, kushida brown over here with his like, where do you get those glasses brandon do you cut them off a window or something like what the fuck <laughs> like, where? i feel like it came from like a snowboarder shop or something like, that. like did you know. legitimately buy those those sunglasses uh, no, no 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 these these were given to me uh by who who hates you? Wait, wait. Who hates you that much? No way, man. These are fly. I feel good. It calms me down. It's like a blue calming effect when I put them on. Blue is supposed to actually. Okay, so if you want to talk science here, Brandon, blue is actually supposed to be bad for your eyes before you go to bed. Like you know, like like it's supposed to be like uh, like yellow colors that calm you down. So wrestling in the dark says, "Yeah, Brandon, those glasses are so ugly." Yes, yes, he can feel oh, he can man. feel that they're ugly. <laughs> I'm a girl says, man. That's Hunter right. says, "God, Kenny, it's Brandon's money. He's he, he's a grown Let man. Let live. him do it." What do you mean he's a grown man? <laughs> he's, he's Let me live, bro. Look, rejection all you can glasses. Do is ask. Yes. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. You got to take a chance, you know. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. No, you'll miss a hundred percent of the shots you take <laughs> in those glasses. How the hell can you see? People are calling it the Virgin glasses, by the way. They, they, you got heat, Brandon. <laughs> you got Brandon. I didn't know you were JD these glasses, from NY. These, wow, these glasses are gonna get me <laughs> some serious business. All right. Some serious business I, is what this guy just said. That's right. Unbelievable. Come on, Alexa. What are you doing, Alexa? Four hundred dollars. <laughs> that's like that's got to be like you. You can't. You like, can't you have pay four hundred dollars yeah. and yeah. expect someone to go out with you though. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. You yeah. pay for. But my point is, like, you pay four hundred dollars to get rejected. Fuck. 
I can see like a rejection. But four hundred dollars. Brandon's gotten more for a lot less. <laughs> over <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> over so if I'm over tell his Texas brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Inside if jokes, I'm gonna but, be dropping that kind of money, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have to at least let me take you out to dinner. Come on, buy a sandwich. Look, without going into huge detail, uh, yeah, Brandon, Brandon got a lot of shit from a friend and I because we found out that he uh, at an establishment he used his debit card. Guys, look, <laughs> look me in the eyes right now. If you go to somewhere sketch. You know, somewhere was, that maybe hey, isn't legitimate, le legitimate, legitimate right. you should not use your debit card like oh. one Mr. Brandon Brown. <laughs> uh, I was like, Brandon, that place gets taken down. You're going down with it. <laughs> it's all it's all legit, man. It's on the up and up. Uh, That's all I'm saying. But speaking it's of safe, uh, speaking of on the up and up, man, I have a chip in the card. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Speaking, $400 is child money to, to bliss. Yes, it's true. But speaking of being on the up and up, uh, a really cool scene, a very organic scene, uh, which is kind of their MO. They always have things happen organically to them, I've, I've noticed in their career. But uh, Kofi Kingston basically announcing that he's going to be out for about at least six weeks. And uh, Biggie's like, oh, you know, we'll come back. We'll, we'll win the titles. And then Kofi's like, no, 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 no. This is your time to shine. You know, we want this for you. And Biggie's being really humble. Um, you know, I don't think this was scripted. I think this was a very, very, very much an organic uh, thing where Biggie, you know, was told by Kofi, yeah, it's, it's your time, dude. It's your time. And uh, I'm excited, man. A lot of people were asking the question, and I'll pose it in the chat. Do you think Biggie has what it takes to become a universal champion? You know? I thought he'd be the I mean, first look, member of the right, New Day yeah. to win the title. You know, glad Kofi got it first, mind you. In, in you know, in the grand scheme of things, Kofi deserved it more. But you know, I think we all thought Kofi was on the, a downturn of his career, and then the groundswell happened in 2019. Um, you know, but we know Big E's the guy. We know Big E's the guy of the New Day, and that's not a knock at Kofi or Xavier, but he's the guy that we knew would come out of this stronger than the other two. So I'm excited, man. What you were saying, Brandon? Yeah, no, I was I was actually going to ask about that. Like, if he thought he should have gotten it before Kofi, maybe, even though, you know, sort of Kofi's okay. been around See, for so I, long. I just, know, uh, I just know how your mind works. Yeah, he, he already knows how. how I read your mind, brother, brother. He's reading it. Let me tell you something. But, uh, your little pee yeah. mind can't focus on the thoughts <laughs> needed to get the 24 inch Python, brother. I'm sorry, I'm in a but, poking impression. Do, do they need a character change, though, for you? No. Know, before uh, they, they push him. See, let me hear your thoughts on this because I, I I heard like a lot of uh, right. people ask that same question. Do you, like should Biggie yeah. have a character change going forward to even be considered champion? So go ahead. Like I'll right. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let you talk and then I'll say it. Now I, I'm kind of gonna say no, just because they you had Kofi win and he didn't really change his character up too much. You know, he was still, they still were able to, he got put serious. On a good like story he got serious he was when he needed yeah, he to, he got serious when he needed to be serious. Right. And I think we've seen that out of Big E. you know, certain programs, he's able to, you know, take it to that level. Right. If Channel that there. aggression. Yeah. Right. Right. So and, I don't think he needs to do anything crazy with this character. It, it, and change so, it up, thank you, know? you. Like, I, I actually really appreciate what you said because like, I, I feel like a lot of people, they're so the attention span of today's wrestling fans are, are so minimal, right? Like we want 20 second because I mean, I, I put in perspective, you know, our show is an hour. I uh, I've been cutting clips out all week 
two, three minute clips and they're getting like great views. <laughs> like, you know, people, cause people want that quick information. So I'm going to start doing that for everybody on YouTube. That's a, that'll be a YouTube exclusive. Um, you know, for, for those who don't necessarily have time to listen to the full episode, at least you'll get a little snippets of us and then you can join us next time. Um, but yeah, in terms of Big E and the New Day, uh, I feel like a lot of people are always like, yeah, they've been doing this gimmick for five years, so we need, we need a character change. Like, they need to be the new nation. Like, and it's like, <laughs> like, like, I get where you're coming from, but it's like, they got a good thing going. And the characters also lend themselves to allow for a lot of, um, a lot of layers to the onion. You know, like when Kofi was going for that title... You know, he didn't change his character. He was still New Day Kofi, still used the colorful stuff, you know, but, you know, he started adding layers of like, I've been here 11 years. I deserve this. It's my time, you know, and start kind of going into that. So he didn't need a character change because what happened after he lost the title? What what would he have done? He would have kind of just floundered, you know, as opposed to having the New Day stuff to kind of fall back on. So same thing with Big E. What what is stopping? Why does everyone think like Big E needs to be the strong militant character when like he can do that as part of the new day? Like you you fuck with him and he can come out and say, I don't think you all understand how strong I am. I could beat you to the ground, blah blah blah. Like just come out. Use that like, you know, cause he's got like a good like remember when the early new day had me, he's got that good like dom- dominant preacher voice for promos, things like that, you know, so as much as he's doing this kind of thing, like, he can easily go back into, like, you know, like, let me tell you something, this is my time, my boys are behind me, this is, it just, like, just hone in on that. Right. We, got, we got the hurt business. For the, right, for the right, <laughs> like, it, here's the thing, right now, if Big E was to go into that type of character, everybody would be like, well, WWE has this character on Raw, they have the hurt business doing the same thing. So it's like everybody would be would shit on it anyway. We have two like like to be blunt, we have two strong black groups as pillars of the show on on Raw and SmackDown, doing completely different things. That's what you want that diversity. Like you shouldn't like it be if you had two black groups doing the same thing, people would be coming for Vinnie Mac. They'd be like they'd be like this is what Vince Man <laughs> thinks about black people. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'd like that there's multifaceted you know characters for people. You know, the new day does not have to. I, I don't know why people like they can't have fun. This is probably the best way to say it. It's like they can't have fun. The new day can't be like happy and, and, and jokey. You know what I mean? Like everyone wants these serious characters. But if there were all this, these serious characters, you'd be like, oh, WWE is boring. So it's like, what the mm. fuck do you want? What do you want, man? Like, here, like look, at, look at us on this podcast. Like, do we just yeah. talk wrestling all the time? No, we joke around, but we get serious when we need to. That's exactly how you should be, you know. That's how wrestling podcast should be. Everybody, yeah. All right, that's that's (laughs) what I want to talk about today. Is the state of the the wrestling podcast industry? Because I'm sick of it, Brandon. Oh no! I'm sick of everyone. I'm sick of everyone coming on on and saying that they got a wrestling podcast. Okay, (laughs) wrestling podcasts are like opinions and assholes. Everybody has one. But to do it well, it's something right. completely different. We came and we shook up the whole damn industry, Brandon. Look at these production <laughs> values. My green screen's going through Cody Rhodes' hair on my look thing. Look at this. <laughs> it's clipping right through. It's clipping right through. I couldn't fix this before we get I couldn't fix this before we went on air, by the way, because for some reason, like, right. it's a green screen, right? But it's like, yeah. it's like trying to clip the yellows and the blues. I'm like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> What is going on here? Like, I, yeah, I bought a green good. screen for a reason. 
Should we way, think, do the blue I think, one? I think the chat has, has gone... That's it, dude, the, the chat <laughs> always goes belly up. It, it's so funny because I just realized nobody's responded for a little bit. Yeah. And, uh... You want to talk about professional wrestling podcast? <laughs> you talk about the yeah. value right there. Making like, me look like a like, look, look. OBS is trying to bury me, damn it! Oh, it's not even OBS; it's Restream. Restream is trying to bury this podcast, but damn it, we're gonna hey. fight above, and we're gonna get crowd support organically. And I'm going on to read all your sexy comments <laughs> right now because I miss you guys. I miss you guys. The last thing I got yeah. was uh, Fernando saying Big E, Big E for champion. Brandon, champ. what else? Yeah, okay, here, oh my being, god, there's so, oh, yeah. there's so many comments right now. I feel so loved. I thought everybody had, like, went away, and then I start looking at the viewer count. I just like, realized nobody's like, responded for a lot of people here. Why is and, uh, <laughs> you guys there. They're just so flabbergasted so at you spending $400. I should have spent $400 on this YouTube comment section. Please, you should have fixed it. Probably the next time. Here, but right, I, here I tried. Go. No, I tried refreshing it. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. But yeah, speaking of uh, burials in OBS, Mason wrestling yeah. in the dark says the weekly chat isn't working, so he doesn't have to acknowledge us. It's true, <laughs> damn it! I'm sick of all your opinions. I'm sick of all your damn support. How dare you watch our wrestling podcast? Uh, <laughs> doesn't want to face the chat. He pretends it's not working. <laughs> but no, yeah. So yeah, as I'm saying, uh, but this is a little, little off topic. But uh, what, yeah, what do you think uh, Matt Hardy is is being married over on AEW? Oh, super random, but yeah, let's uh, let's yeah. talk about it. Um, yeah, Matt Hardy. Um, you know, we talked we talked about this like when we watched um, AEW Dynamite together, and um, I was kind of like, what happened with Matt Hardy? It's like they've they've done nothing with him. Like, they have Matt freaking Hardy in AEW, and then I think the question got answered later in the episode, because it was like, um, he came in and attacked Sammy Guevara, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah, now I remember, he's supposed to, like, feud with Sammy, and then Sammy went and said some <laughs> rape comments four years ago, and then got himself buried for about a month. And then, buried uh, him down, man. Uh, that, I mean, it's still, I still like that. That whole like, that whole time period was just rough as a wrestling fan. Much less, I mean, like, I don't want anyone to think I'm saying like, oh, I deserve sympathy on that because it was just, it was just rough as a human being to read all of what was going on uh, at that time period. Um, but yeah, like, uh, uh, Sammy Guevara was away for a month, and then um, now he's back. So I guess Matt Hardy's back. But it's like you couldn't do anything. With, you couldn't really do anything with Matt Hardy in between. Like he didn't even wrestle Matt, on dark or yeah. anything. You know what I mean? Like right. I know he came out with uh, with private party and stuff. But like, like you couldn't do anything with him. Like just have like old school Matt Hardy, anything like that. Little vignette. I wonder if maybe he's taken more of a back seat role. For the time being, you know, and then when it's time for his storyline with Sammy G to start off, then he'll they'll feature more prominently on the show. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Like I said, I think he's going back into that storyline. So I think uh, with Sammy G. So, I mean, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, see what happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it yeah. just it was just weird to me, I guess, because he had so much hype going into like, you know, leaving WWE and then going to AEW. It's like I feel like. I don't care if Sammy G is on the back burner. It's like, you don't let a character like Matt Hardy falter. And, right. and even if it was little things like 
him hacking the show for like five minutes. And, oh, yes. Oh, AEW Dynamite. Oh, like, like you couldn't do like you. That's I think that's what I'm getting at. It's like just one minute of like a I don't remember the name of the new one, but like the Vanguard one bot. And he's like, oh, I have a premonition. Like, you know, like Matt Hardy's gold. Like, just do something like that. Cool, Matt Hardy. You know, I know he was I doing like, the money mat stuff and do, and like yeah. the multifaceted stuff, but it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's got the cool shirt with the like Matt multiverse going with all of the yeah. different alter egos. And so I, I like it, but I just think I just yeah. think he's a little he's criminally misused in AEW. And that's again, I, I, I give the same energy to WWE that I give to AEW. Right. As simple as that. Like, I'm not going to let AEW slide on on this uh, if I wouldn't let WWE slide, you know, so. Right. Uh, yeah, I will say, uh, also speaking of AEW, sort of getting very people down, man. Yeah. What happened to poor, uh, poor Excalibur? It took Excalibur oh, off man, TV there's like, like footage from nonsense. like 18 years ago, and it, it's it's based yeah, it's on, like, it was a promo on. based off a movie, mind you, and supposedly Excalibur yeah. and, uh, and, and Kevin Owens were not comfortable doing the promo anyway, but it was like word for word, like off of a movie. And you know it had some some race racist. Uh, I forgot the character, but the character kind of lent itself to some racist uh, promos. Right. And then you know they they followed suit, but apparently they weren't comfortable at the time anyway. You know what I mean? And and then sure enough, it right. comes back to bite them in their in the ass. Now Kevin Owens, I mean, I don't think he's going to be affected by it, but um, yeah, like Excalibur was a. Uh, I guess showed up for AEW Dynamite right. and they basically was like, yeah, we're going to keep you off for a week, you know, That's just kind of more so to, to, to let the heat die down, you know, like just they, they didn't want any negative publicity of like how they let this guy work, you know, so I, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, how, do you feel, like there was a- how do you feel about stuff like this? I know because I, I know your opinion on like going going into the past to find people's stuff. So, I mean, like, what, what's yeah, your opinion? Like- yeah, what? Yeah, I don't like that sort of going back, like you said, into people's past, and you know, because people change over time. You know, uh, people's attitudes towards things, and societal's society's attitude towards things change. You know, over time, so it's sort of hard. You know, taking stuff from back then and then sort of throwing it in now and then holding it against people. Yeah. Uh, another thing that was rough was like it was it wasn't like he was you know at a show and was getting heckled or something to just started you know throwing you know racial slurs around or whatever at like, like angry uh, people. It was part Oh my god like Mike, uh, Michael Richards. <laughs> like, that what, Mike Richards. Like that's who I was thinking like as soon as you said that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like he just had like a breakdown and just Michael Richards everybody. It was like it, it was all scripted with the boys. They were like trying to get heat for their thing. And they're just like, all right, do this angle and say this yeah, and, you know, and, so we can generate some I feel heat. like 18, I mean, it's one thing. Yeah. 18 years ago was a little different, too, in terms of heat. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you could. I don't know. It was edgy. Yeah, you're pushing it. Then. Yeah, you're really pushing the envelope then. Um, so it's hard sort of bringing it in now. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you show up to work. It's like, uh, no, it ain't going to yeah. work. Until let, me, let me read a few comments uh, here since no one can see them. I promise you there are people that are chatting along with us and you, you don't know it. Um, uh, Apron Bump uh, said Excalibur is playing a character no different than a movie. And that's kind of, yeah. yes, like I agree with that. It's like I, I feel like a lot of people don't separate uh, the wrestling character like like from you know the person he's, if he's a villain like and that's why kind of wrestling's in the state it's in they don't allow baby faces to be baby faces they don't allow you know heels to be heels um 
Fowl Original Wrestling says, are you recording live right now? Yes, we do live podcasts every <laughs> single week. Uh, we, you think you think I could do retakes with this guy? It's like, no, just just one take, one one take, Poppy, one Only one hour. That's it. An hour of energy, and then I just start shutting down. He didn't even have that. So, yeah, I don't, not even. And then, um, yeah, this is yeah. Apron Bump says retroactively canceling people is such. Uh, brain dead concept yes i agree i agree with that because like you know like there are like you know when we talk about cancel culture like there are things that i feel like people should get offended about like and and i'm always glad about that but then it's like there's things that i go like at what point are you like you're canceling a like a culture does that make sense like like not everything has to be so like vanilla and and white bread you know what i mean like you're you're canceling flavors which to me, if if you cancel things, it creates ignorance. Because if you just expect, like, like I, you know, I don't mean to go into a huge rant about this, but like with my daughter, I am very much a parent that's like, I'm not going to teach people how to respect my daughter. I'm going to teach my daughter that the world is a certain way, and it's up to you to work through that. Because I'm going to be blunt. I, I know, what you know, I'm, I'm raising a little girl in this world. And I know how some people are going to be, whether she likes it or not. But it's up to her to remain confident and her to get through that shit. Now, now granted, if daddy needs to step in, daddy's going to step in and whoop some ass. <laughs> you know, I'll be cleaning my shotgun, you know, that sort of thing. But, you know, I, I don't want to raise a child. And, it, it, you know, I don't want to raise a child to think the world revolves around them. Like Brandon, like Brandon's been raised to think yeah. the world revolves around him, <laughs> and you know it's all in my it head, creates folks. entitlement. You know, it creates entitlement where Brandon, you know, <laughs> thinks that this this is his podcast. He doesn't have to do any work. <laughs> you know, he just shows up in his little Kushida brown glasses. <laughs> spends he doesn't have any bills to pay, so he spends four hundred dollars on Alexa Bliss cameo and gets rejected on air. Trying to give a dinner date, man. What the hell? Dinner date. This guy would take her to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go someplace nice, like he's like you know? uh, like T Pain in 07. Let's hit McDonald's. Uh, but I wanted to go to Caravas, bro. Caravas, Caravas is like your upscale. Yeah, bro. So, so where's I Burns Steakhouse? Like unaffordable? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Burns. What are you talking about, bro? That's <laughs> that's like it's like fucking that's airport that's for a over level. there. Yeah, man. What are you? What are you doing? Yeah. So you yeah, so, money, but, but, to, but to summarize, like guys, like I, I'm sure you've heard there's things I get offended about, but like I don't like cancel culture either, either you know, because Joey Ryan's mm-hmm. a piece of shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I like this comment. It says Brandon, your mom must hate you. Absolutely. She, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon. What Brandon doesn't know is Brandon's mother texts me every day during the every time we do a podcast episode and says, "Can you make something of him, please." Yeah, I say yes, Mrs. Brown. I'll do my best, but you know, you know, I'm working. I'm fighting an uphill battle here. She's like, oh, I understand. Man. I've been fighting it for 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes I just want to crawl back inside, mother. You the know? womb. But you can't. Yeah. This but guy. You can't, Brandon, you know, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's still living at mother's house. It, it's like it's it's the ovarian Bastille that he <laughs> craves so much. That's a that's a big word there. It's a big big term there. Google it. It's really what it is. That's what it's all she about. She wants him at the end of the day. Mother wants him gone. <laughs> Just like Kyrie Sane being gone from the WWE. You see the transition, no, Brandon. Kyrie. Well, let's let's get into this. Um I probably one of 
one of the, if not the biggest thing on, on Monday Night Raw is Sasha Banks officially winning uh, the Raw Women's Championship by countout. By count oh, yeah. out, no less. How strange. <laughs> but it's like, you know, a lot of people are like, are you seeing WWE, their pieces of crap? It's like, so wait, wait, heels doing heel things, winning a title she doesn't deserve, and you have a problem with it? Oh, that sounds ex- like exactly what they wanted. I talk about it's this all the time. <laughs> Kayfabe 2.0 is getting you upset for real. <laughs> They need to find ways to get you upset to make you forget that wrestling is fake. So what do they do? They make you fucking hate the (laughs) storyline. You hate that Sasha Banks beat Asuka because you wanted Asuka to win. Shit, that sounds like professional wrestling. That sounds like exactly the reaction they were going for. That's why I laugh when people are like always like bitching about Baron Corbin like being an asshole. I'm like, wait, so Baron Corbin, you're are you expecting Baron Corbin to be shaking hands and kissing babies in public? Like, you're telling me that he's a heel? And a good one? That's why WWE puts him in the position that he's in? Because he genuinely gets a reaction out of you. How many heels do that? Think about about this. Kevin Owens is an amazing heel. But everyone likes him. I'm talking about when he was a heel, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Everyone likes him. Is he... So, do I consider Kevin Owens an effective heel? No. Because he's not a real heel. He's a tweener. He's doing the same character as a babyface now. Right. You know what I mean? So an effective heel was Triple H back in 03. You hated the motherfucker. You, they called it the reign of terror. <laughs> Perfect heel. Here's the thing. You may not like it. You may say, oh, he's getting booked to the moon because he's dating the, boss's, uh, or dating the boss's daughter. Good. That's kind of what they were going for was the, the reign of terror. And... We talk about Hulk Hogan talking about working yourself into a shoot. Like that, that, is, that, is, that is working yourself into a shoot. And Hollis is on the chat. I see you, Hollis. Thank you for being here. And she's busy today, yet she still plans to stop yes. by. Yes, I love it. So yes, and, yeah. and everything pro wrestling. Baron Corbin laughs at us eating his tomahawk steaks. You know, I I said this on social media, <laughs> and I've said I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I. If there's one wrestler I want to like go to a restaurant with, it's Baron Corbin. Because <laughs> seriously, or or even just hang out with him. Yeah. Because this guy is always cooking up like the most expensive meats, and he like is uh, like literally like Brandon. You know what I do? I get a good whiskey, oh, yeah. I grill a steak, and I say, yeah. And that's his social media. It's like grilling steak and drinking whiskey. So I'm like, dude, me and Baron Corbin would get along. This is really why you like Corbin. That's what I got a man crushing Baron Corbin. Because you you have man crush. I'm just saying, Baron Corbin. If I give you four (laughs) hundred dollars, would you would you hang out with me? Would you hang out with me? And (laughs) yeah, yeah, do that. And what he does, tell him to put in a good word for me, for Alexa. Since she'll come hang out. She, that's probably what it you're is. Gonna, you know, she's probably like, you know, I don't really know this guy. I want to see yeah. the original I'll video. I'll spend another 400. I want to see the original video. Maybe I'll post it on social media. Like, well, Brandon's original, like, uh, uh, video of, uh, hey, Alexa, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I think you're hot, and uh, I love you, and uh, would you go out with me, please? <laughs> it's what? No. It was, $400? It was than that. I could have gone and bought a video that's game a- system and played the, the video game Erica and found love like that. <laughs> That is your free oh. PlayStation Network game. Go download that, please. 
I'm, I'm definitely going to get on that. So wait, you can get like a, like a virtual relationship sort of thing. I have no idea. Kind I just of. know it was like okay. a live action, like movie type thing. All right. So I have I'm no clue. All right. But anyway, uh, speaking of uh, some, a subject I didn't actually talk about last week that I felt uh, we should touch on. Uh, oh, Na- yeah, yeah. Naomi. Uh, Naomi being a, hey, the chat's working again. I don't know what happens hey. to this chat, but it, it works sometimes. Um so anyway, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Naomi um, got a lot of traction. Basically, a lot of people were offended at the fact that she lost to Lacey Evans, and um, which I actually let's talk about that real quick. I'm actually not a fan of them turning Lacey Evans heel. I love it. By the way, I love yeah, Lacey yeah, Evans kinda, heel. Yeah. I love her better as a heel than a babyface. But to me, she was gaining traction as a babyface, and they just like cut the legs out, uh, off her for no reason. Like WrestleMania. Like, to me, she was over. She was over like Rover, and I don't know, like, a good American character, I think, was needed, too, around this time. Like, especially in the summer, SummerSlam, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just me, but um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good, and, and she's one of those where I can see that she she can do anything. But I almost compare her, I, I, I almost think of Lacey Evans as the Braun Strowman of the women's division, where everything they give her, she nails it. But then they keep doing stupid stuff with her. So it's like when she wins the women's title, it's going to be like, oh, okay, you should have done that a year ago or you should have done that two mm-hmm. years ago. So to me, like WrestleMania was the time, you know, um, now she's a heel again. I get it because what they want to do is like not have her in title contention. So if she's a baby face, I think it's like glaring that she's not challenging for the title. She's a heel, yeah, right. you know, obviously, you know, she's not going to challenge Bailey or Sasha right now. You know, within so, those constraints. So, think, so they figured people wouldn't complain that Naomi wasn't in title contention. I, I don't <laughs> think Naomi. We're not going to push Naomi. Or <laughs> Naomi, as uh, Vince probably says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a name. Tomato, uh, tomato, let's, let, me, let, me be P, let me be PC when I say this. Uh, I notice people yeah. who are not part of the culture uh, cannot pronounce uh, the name uh, Naomi. Uh, they tend to say <laughs> Naomi. And I never understood that growing up. I'm like, Naomi, nay, like, like, like a horse, like, nay, Naomi, Naomi, <laughs> not Naomi. Uh, but Nia anyway, Jax. It's, it's just always been a pet peeve. Nia Jax. Oh, look, you said her name right for once. <laughs> you just say Nia Jax. Um, but yeah, going going back to it, um, there's been there's been a lot of black uh, black. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got black backlash is what I I was gonna say backlash <laughs> backlash that was unintentional sorry there's a lot of backlash I can't even say that word five times backlash 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 about um, Naomi uh, basically being held back you know um, she's been there for a while I mean to put in perspective yeah. she's had a longer career than like Trish Stratus and like Lita and stuff because they were around what 99 to 2006 roughly uh, seven years naomi's been around what 2000 like let's even even to put like it earlier or to put it later even if it was like 2013 you know she's been around as long as them so it's it's crazy uh now naomi i think is a really good athlete you know i think she's like easily the most athletic of the women in wwe but to me, it's like Naomi's Naomi's had a chance. Like I don't, 
I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see. Didn't she win the title, right? The, like when she won in Orlando, she had like a little she run. Came, yeah, she came I back in Orlando, and it was a huge thing when we were at WrestleMania uh, twenty eight, and um, or twenty eight um, WrestleMania thirty three, um, and it was it was good. Like I don't think, I don't know. Like maybe I don't see it as much. Especially right. in the COVID era, I'm like, you know, everyone's making fun of me for saying Blacklash, by the way, in the chat right now. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Van Jones or whatever. Yeah, so, guy, by the like, way, yeah, gonna be Hunter, Hunter, Hunter's reminding me that she came in in 2012. Yeah, with the Funkadactyls right, okay. and things like that. Right, okay. She was there yeah. a little bit before that, mind you. But, you know, that was her like main roster debut was 2012. Right. Um, People call him the Great Kali. Originally, he's pronounced as the Great Kali. Yeah, he they they uh they they pronounce that differently. Slam Hub Wrestling, yes. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah, we're talking about Naomi. It's like I don't know. Like I don't I don't think she's in a bad role. Like just because she lost to Lacey Evans, like Lacey Evans is getting pushed to the moon. You know what I mean? So to lose to Lacey Evans, it'd be different if she came on to the TV and lost to Tamina. Wow. You know, like Lacey Evans, you. like and to All me, right. Lacey Evans and, and Naomi are having a really good feud. You want to talk about like two complete opposite women, but in like the best way possible because they're both at the yeah. top of their game, you know? Um in terms of looks and ability, mind you. Like complete opposite, you know, but amazing, amazing athletes. And I just don't I don't know, man. I don't I don't foresee it having having a problem. Uh and and a lot of people in the chat are saying like they don't feel like the the glow stuff is corny and things like that. I actually like it. Mm. I thought it was a good character when she came out in SmackDown Live with that whole character. I loved it. I loved it. And maybe that's it. Maybe she is getting a little bit stale. Maybe she should add some more elements. I do like when she just like a little thing. But when she came back with the natural hair at the Rumble, it was like okay, good. Like I like that because no one else is doing that. You know what I mean? To wear the hair natural and let it like go out in the fro, you know, uh, and it also helps with representation. So I kind of feel like she should have kept that. Um, but, you know, she's back to the braids and things like that. But I like the little character tweaks. So I feel like she should do a little something, a little something to tweak her character. But she's still there. She's solid, guys. Like, I promise you, like, she'll she get back to where she where she deserves. All right. Just what everything you, is ebbs and flows. About, yeah. I was gonna ask, what did you think about what uh, Booker T said? But I guess you kind of agree with him in a way. Oh yeah, sorry. So that was the whole point of bringing up this topic. I think that's why right. I was stuttering a little bit there. So I mean, uh, Booker T basically, I, I've always respect Booker T because bluntly, this is kind of what Booker T is implying. Okay, uh, Booker T is speaking on behalf of black wrestlers and saying, like, you know, my fellow black wrestlers, you gotta go out and earn this thing. You know, and, and he's basically implying like Naomi doesn't just need to trend. She needs to go out and ask for this and demand it and do things to get to that level. And I get what he's saying. He's like, at a certain point, like we can agree, like we can say, oh, she's criminally misused. Oh, you know, we need more representation. Like we need black wrestlers pushed. But he's trying to basically hammer home the point of like the new generation is just very happy with being where they are. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to say, like, okay, cool. If if all these things are true, what are you doing to go accomplish that? Like, the perfect example to me, right, is Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston wasn't even in WrestleMania plans that year for WrestleMania 35 in 2019. And the fans got behind him. But don't think that that was like, oh, the fans clamored for it. 
they had to have a reason to clamor to Kofi Kingston. And what did he do? He took advantage of one situation. Because if you remember, he replaced Mustafa Ali in a gauntlet match. Mustafa Ali was supposed to have his breakout moment and run through the gauntlet of all these people before finally, you know, getting squashed. I think it was AJ Styles that put him down. That was supposed to be Mustafa Ali's moment. Mustafa Ali goes down hurt before the elimination chamber. They go, okay, like, shit, who can we trust with this role? Oh, well, we got Kofi. <clears throat> you know, Kofi can do that. Kofi's a guy that, you know, can, can be in the ring for an hour and, and go. And Kofi gets slotted sure. in, and he was doing a good job. Everybody was behind him, and it was good. But there was a defining moment with Kofi Kingston when he got beat down, and AJ Styles comes in as a babyface and goes, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. You know, stay down. And Kofi gets up offended. Because, you know, AJ's looking out for him. But he goes, you know, this ain't about you. I, you know, and he pie faces um, AJ Styles. He's like, fight me. Yeah. When he says fight me, you're like, oh, like he's channeling it. But there's one sentence he says that, that make, made him get pushed. He goes, I've been here 11 years. My time. Like, you know, and starts going. Oh, okay. Then you, all of a sudden you go, oh, shit. He has been around a while. Mm. Holy crap. I want this for him. And so people, it was like, you always knew Kofi was good, but you forgot how damn good he was. And I think that's what Booker T's trying to get out, out of Naomi, which is like, okay, you got this movement. You got this hashtag going. Why don't you come out on TV and say, I've been here 10 years. I've been here longer than the Tristratuses and the Letas. I've been a consistent, I've been consistent in this company and to watch all these women come up and you want to talk about divas mm -hmm. revolution and stuff. I've seen all these eras and I've dominated in every single era. This is my time, you know, and start saying like, you know, this is 2020. We know what hashtags are going out. We know. And guess what? I'm going to be the person to represent. That's what Booker T's saying. He's like, if make use of your time. So everybody got like all like F Booker T and stuff. It's like, you don't understand. Booker T is a lot more qualified to speak on this subject than any of us are. And you're damning Booker T? People damn Mark Henry for that too. Because they, they, you know, I hate to say the term, but they, they look at them as like Uncle Tom's or something. Like, you know, I, again, I apologize. I hate using that term, but that's kind of what I've seen on social media. Is they've said those terms and I'm like, that's offensive, man. It's like Booker T and Mark Henry are just coming from a place of like, I want better. And I want you to go take it because it's it go back to that yeah. child analogy. You can you can want the best for your child. But if, if your child doesn't want it and your child doesn't go out and take it, it doesn't mean shit. Ask Brandon. He hasn't taken anything. I did take a Ask shit, his though. mother. He did take yeah. a shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is what this is what Naomi needs. All right. Naomi needs to go out to the ring and she needs to have Nia Jax come out and just punch in the anyway, nose. Nia really Jax hard. is, uh, wow. Yeah, Nia Jax is on Raw, yeah. first of all. Um, yeah. But no, no, I, I think everything. she did a decent job uh, kind of addressing it on SmackDown, but I feel she should have gone for the jugular. And that's my problem is like people don't grab it mm -hmm. and just like go for it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't come out and say... Are, are they allowed to, you it know... It doesn't matter, though. That's, that's, my, that's my point, is, like, you can push the boundaries a little bit. And that's, and that's what Booker T's getting at, which is, like, nobody wants... Okay, you know, it's the whole, like, church... You know, church and God mentality, as I always say. You know, they say, oh, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. And, and to me, it's like, okay, if they said, go out and address this... She should have been like, look, you're damn right. I deserve this. 
you know, even though they might, she might have got back and they're going to like, what, what are you doing? But if you do it good enough, people will be like, that was a damn powerful segment. Continue doing that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. Just take the ball. Just take the ball and run. But, you know, I'm not in the I'm not in position uh, to talk about that. But I'm just saying, I think that's what the Austins and the Triple H's right. and the the Rocks <laughs> These are what the Booker T's and the Mark Henry's. That's what they're all saying. Like Mark Henry is a perfect example. I just watched his uh, interview with Stone Cold again. And that's basically what he was saying, which is like, you know, he thought he would never get the world title, but and and things like that. But once he was given that ball for the Hall of Pain gimmick, he said, I'm going for it. And he like went and he did the best work of his career. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is like, okay, if you feel slighted and you finally get that opportunity, Naomi could disrupt this whole thing, this whole Sasha Bailey storyline, and kind of like because remember, mm. once Sasha Bailey are done, they're gonna need a challenger. So if there's a groundswell happening for Naomi, and she comes in and goes, I you know I have to be on the by I have to be a bystander with your little stupid you know little girlish egos, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like your little high school drama, little besties yeah. fighting, and you know now it's my time. You know like it's people are like oh you know they would they would get behind that. But anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just quickly, uh, speaking of uh, sort of the uh, who was the Sasha and Bailey thing. I, I you know, I kind of I, I like the the iconics like more. I think the iconics do kind of what Sasha and Bailey are doing well, right now. People need so to better. Need to people need to I, realize I this. Thing, there's yeah. people always say there's only like six wrestling characters, just different right. facets of it, right? So there's like the cocky heel. There's the chicken shit heel. There's a strong baby yeah. face. Like there's certain things. And you know, so in in the women's division, you always have the like like mean girls type group. You had it with the beautiful right. people. You have it with the iconics. You know, you had it with uh Lay Cool. You know, right. so so these are in the same realm, but yeah, like I actually put them in separate categories because to me, the iconics are like chicken shit heels, whereas Bailey and Sasha are like more like, oh, we think we're the best. If that makes sense, I I'm actually really enjoying. I I don't understand what what all the backlash over Bailey and Sasha is. I finally can say that word, by the way. Um, <laughs> Blacklash, <I don't>, yeah. <laughs> Baylash, backlash. Uh, I don't I don't understand. You know what's going on with with that? Like, I've been critical of Bailey and Sasha before, but like now is not the time period. Now, if you're being like critical against them, I feel like you're just biased because like they they do real. They do really well at what they're doing. They're playing. They're making you hate them. You know, it's just, I like the Iconics. I love the Iconics, by the way, just for the record. I'm a huge Iconics fan. You know, Billy Kay is Bay, just for the record. <laughs> it's like Kay Deanna Perrazzo, Billy Kay. Deanna Perrazzo, Billy Kay. Kylie uh, Ray's coming up. Oh, uh, Kylie Ray. Kylie yeah, Ray's coming go. up. Use that hashtag, <laughs> Kylie Ray's Bay. Um, but, um, Dexter Loomis is also Bay. Freaking <laughs> Who Dexter Loomis? <laughs> yeah, I think this is Loomis is, is a list of Bay for Kenny. Where did that come from? But Dexter Loomis, <laughs> that 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 is more creepy than Dexter Loomis crawling out from under your bed. Dexter Loomis, oh my god! But him winning on uh, NXT was so good. The North American title, Brandon, I, I'm excited to see that. You know who's qualified for the North yeah. American title match so far? Dexter Loomis, and then new boy, <laughs> oh, thick boy. Oh man! Brandon, you know Brandon loves Thick Boy. Happen? Brandon's favorite wrestler <laughs> is Thick Boy Bronson Reed. 
I played Bronson Reed's theme song for Brandon, and he was like, yeah. he stole my gimmick. That's what it is. Now yeah. I understand. It now I know it. Now I understand. What, yeah. Brandon is just jealous because he wanted to be simple. <laughs> he stole my gimmick, man. This is why I got heat with him. And I thought he was gone, and here he is. He's qualified to, to win a title. He's probably going to have the title soon. By the way, Kyle says he loves the shades. I forgot to read that comment to, uh, to you. Yes. That's right, Kyle. Kyle's got good taste. You know, that's why he's going straight to the top. He, he can see it. Right here <laughs> Kyle classes. says hashtag uh, thick boy army. I like it. That, yes. Yes. Thick boy army. What do you have against thick boy, bro? Like for real though. Cause Brandon, like Brandon really gets upset when he's, he's like, what do I do? He's like, I watch AEW when I get tuned into NXT, watch freaking thick boy all on my screen. Is it just that name? Is you know it the name it was, thick boy? It was, yeah. It was the name. It was that. And, uh, oh my gosh, what was his name that they brought in to AEW? They have a very similar look like that rhino look. Oh my God. What was his um, name? You're talking about AEW? Yeah. And Jeff Cobb. There was a guy named Jeff Cobb. That's it. <laughs> Damn it, man. Because I full disclosure, Cobb, full disclosure yeah, on the indies. On the indies, I used to get Jeff Cobb and uh, uh, Jonah Rock uh, a little bit confused. You know, not that they look See? exactly the same, but they have a similar look. You know? This uh, is what happens I get with it. Vince and Asian wrestlers. It's the same thing. <laughs> now I understand but, his, his, his problem. Vince, here's here's actually here's a here's a something I wanted to say. You want to talk about like WWE saying like oh people need different names and stuff like that. How the hell? How the hell do you get some of these names out of where uh, original names? Like I give an example. They name wrestlers just really stupid things like Emma. Emma in WWE. Her name was fucking Emma. Her real name is Tennille Dashwood. That's a badass name. How the hell do you get Emma out of Tennille Dashwood? <laughs> like, I remember, like, saying something like, I, I named her, like, I, I don't know. I, I can't think of it right now. On social media, I said a different name. I was like, that was just off the top of my head. You know, but Emma? Tennille Dashwood Emma. becomes Emma. She has the most badass name yeah. in the world. And then you talk about... um Arion Andrews, so you're talking about the Funkadactyls and Naomi. Arion Andrews yes. becomes Cameron. Like, to me, it's like Cameron, especially, and Emma. Like, you have an Australian right. girl and, and a black girl, and you come up with the most, like, Emma and Cameron. <laughs> like, you couldn't, like, culture it up a little bit? Like, Tennille Dashwood sounds what like a... You, what like, do you want to call it? Like, Monique? No, I don't know, but Arion is a bad name. Arion is a or badass name, I should say. You call her freaking Cameron. But speaking of her, she shows up on AEW. She's back. She's oh, back, I'm not happy about that. I'm not. I am not an Arion Andrews fan. And then even that, she no? had like a she had like a cringeworthy debut. She, what the hell? Did she say girl by? Because if she said girl by, I'm gonna be very upset. I don't. I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> he was so angry. When she I, I just started instantly googling out, for uh, Melina and Alicia Fox. <laughs> Melina, bro, Fox. you know what's gonna happen? She's gonna win the women's title before Naomi does again over, you know, on AEW. That's just gonna, that's just gonna be great, man. And, and you hear this? My we are excited. The, the stream, the stream is starting to go crazy over here because I started talking about Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of other crazy debuts, your boy the Broski is here, man. 
She said girl Rescue high. Sex. Hold on. First of all, hold on. Wait, wait. Before <laughs> yeah. we even get into that. She said girl high. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Don't do this to me. But anyway. Uh, get on the camera train, Kenny. No. I refuse to do it. But speaking of yeah, So Matt Cardona shows up. Uh, well, let, let, let's go back a little bit, baby. Because yeah. let's talk about your boy Warhorse showing up <laughs> in AEW. And I told Brandon, Brandon had never seen him. And I said, I Brandon, you know, really yeah. like Warhorse. And he's like, who the hell is this jobber? <laughs> Brandon hated Warhorse. And I bro. can't understand. It's because when they show He rules ass, up. Brandon. <laughs> yeah, Warhorse rules ass. That? Oh man! And then he had he had all his little uh, armbands there to get the the biceps popping. That was <laughs> that was that was when I started ranting that. because I started saying I was I was making fun of Chucky e. T. I just yeah. the match before, and I was like, "Here's my problem with people wearing little armband tassel things." So if you're wearing that, to me, you got to be a body guy. Mm. Like you got to be like the Ultimate Warriors, and and the only person I could see wearing that in AEW would be like Brian Cage. And I said something about this. And I'm like, you gotta be like, you gotta already have muscle to wear those. And then uh, you got okay. Chucky e. T looking like an expired bag of milk, <laughs> wearing yeah, wearing on. wearing armbands as if they were gonna like like dude like I said it like I don't even have muscle and I would look better in like a armband than Chucky e. T. And then like right when I say that, the next match is Warhorse. And Warhorse comes out with the armbands, and I'm like, ah, like, come on, like, <laughs> why, what, what is going on here? Like, why is everyone wearing these armbands? Like, I don't, like, now they're just like a fashion statement where to me, like, I think of like the Ultimate Warrior, like, wearing them. You know, and, and yeah, should I, I was gonna ask, should they like tassel them out so it's like they at least have some frilly hanging off of them? So it looks more, like festive or something. I think Warhorse yeah. should like it would be like Warhorse, if he yeah. had it like, like, like tasseled, five, like, yeah, 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 it would be, it would be good. Um, but yeah, I did like I did like his head banging with the with the old school metal music. Brian, that he was and Brian funny, Pillman Jr. Uh, <laughs> if you want to look, there's a video uh, Mikey Ruckus posted because he was in the crowd. He's the one who made Warhorse's theme. He went shredded up that that song, a badass song, by the way. Uh, but he ta- he has a video of Brian uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and Warhorse head banging with each other, and he's like cracking up like crazy. <laughs> and uh, oh my god, this is a really bad comment, but it's true. It says Warhorse yeah. looks like every creator wrestler eight year olds make in <laughs> WWE video games. Yeah. I hate to say that as a horrible that is horrible is true. Um Wow. And Wardlow. Because it's a cool look. Does Wardlow, right? wait, wait, wait. Wardlow. Yeah. Does Wardlow wear those? Is what we were saying, or should should he? But I I was trying to point out to Brandon, Wardlow like should, you, yeah, you gotta be a certain jacked. body type to wear that because like I give an example. Like I said Sam Guevara's jacked. But he can't wear it. He wouldn't look good in it. Uh, Ricky Stark wouldn't look good in it. You know, these are guys who are fit. Like, here, uh, even more, a bigger example. Like, Finn Balor would look kind of weird wearing it. Mm. You know? Just, just as an example. But, um, yeah, man. So, Warhorse. What, what's yeah. your heat with Warhorse? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hadn't seen it before. So, this, this is my first introduction. Uh, I thought that it was like an okay match. It kind of went. But I, I do like, I like the headbag and stuff. But like I said, like the people say, he does look like a creator wrestler. No, oh, sweet Jesus! But right after the match is uh, what I liked with when Matt Cardona showed up, and everybody commented, "Oh my God, this guy looks zacked." I mean, jacked, huh? Huh? Jack, you didn't Zach, get that. You didn't get that. Um, no, but he looked he looked freaking phenomenal. And then I I kind of posed a question, and I'll pose it to the chat. 
I think he always looked like that. I think like as in like the past year and a half, Didn't he's notice. looked this Jack controversial what i'm about to say but i think it's just because the guys on aew aren't as big as the guys in wwe so it's like he stands out like a sore thumb because like you know he's like really tan really jacked uh so he's up there you know because you forget this that is, you forget yeah. that that zach Ryder is like a six foot one kind of guy the, you know on average the aew roster is more of the five nine five ten i could i could say that guys like i'm i'm not the biggest guy in the world i'm, I'm about five nine myself you know what i mean so I'm just saying, Zack well, Ryder's always been pretty big. I think that's why Chucky he came out with the armbands because he's like, look, he's like, I'm a little bigger. Coming, yeah, dude's gonna come cut. out looking swole. I gotta, yeah, yeah we gotta balance this all out, man. I, speaking just, of, yeah. uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of body types, uh, <laughs> Kitty also had this interesting take on uh, what it's sort of drugs. Don't die, dude. Oh man, I was trying to avoid that subject. <laughs> Oh, man, he, this guy well, outs me on the podcast. Wanna, get, there's yeah. no way, there's no way, Wrestling in the Dark, uh, Mason says, Kenny, I'm 5'5". Five, five. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. Um, uh, <laughs> just kidding. He doesn't do that. Um, I was hoping Brandon would avoid this and not out me on this because, like, there's no way I can explain this without sounding weird. So I, I was saying something. To, maybe other wrestling people, like actual the, wrestling fans, understand. In the understand, chat, yeah. since we have to talk about it anyway. I was talking about, like, Brian Cage his his like trunks are too long because like you know like the muscle guys back in the day the hogans the like warriors and stuff like they would wear almost like the smaller briefs and it would be like ugh, I, it just sounds weird but like part of their like glute would be sticking out and like you would really see that they were a body guy and i was like i don't like brian cage wearing like almost like these biker shorts because like i feel like they don't do him justice so it was really just an observation of like these these bigger guys should be wearing should be wearing less clothing. <laughs> you know, like leave that outfit, leave those outfits to the thick boy. Like let thick boy wear more, more, more clothing. All right, but no, it really was just like an observation of like I think like body guys should be wearing just like the smaller trunks, and like it just it would make him look better. Like Brian Cage almost looks okay. weird in like in the trunks right. that he's uh, wearing. You know, yeah. but of course Brandon Brandon was just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You know, and speaking he of briefs, to... speaking of briefs, yeah. I want you all to know that um, what Jake Hager does, right? right. Jake Hager goes uh, right before an AEW Dynamite. He goes to Walmart. He goes to the underwear section. He picks up a five pack of boxer briefs in blue, white, red, and uh, I don't know, green. Uh, he goes to the checkout yeah. counter, self out checkout counter, rings it out, and says, "All right, time for Dynamite. I have something to wear tonight." What the fuck is up with Jake Hager wearing these little? <laughs> boxer briefs on national tv <laughs> like they don't look like, right. a, like an mma fighter but no? actually he's a perfect example by the way all the all the comments in the chat which is please yeah. wear more lol i agree kenny i want to see them cheeks big guys less clothes that's he says that needs to follow original wrestling says that needs to be on a t-shirt yes big guys less clothes all right but we're gonna yes. put that on a t-shirt today I'm, I'm so serious i'm gonna put that on a t-shirt today today if y'all want to buy that shirt you let me know big guys less clothes brother brother this is right. why it worked back in the day man it's but, sold that's but right he, but what jake hager like you want to talk about body types and outfits right i've said this before jake hager is a pretty jack guy but he has an awkward body type to be wearing just trunks and he's always, well, go look in 2008, I'm pretty sure he was even more jacked, and he still looked weird. He is a guy that suited for a singlet. He looks better in a singlet. 
he would look weird in anything else. And yet he's, he refuses to go buy a singlet. Instead, he <laughs> wants to wear his little boxer briefs. I just don't get it. I'm wearing boxer briefs right now. Nobody knows. You can't see it. <laughs> you want to talk about yeah, the big I, hurt? Right here. I, <laughs> I'm, just, hey, I'm not doing suck it, by the way. I'm just like pointing yeah, down, but it looks, like it looks like I'm doing suck it. So might as well. I wonder if maybe Ager does that for that reason. Maybe it's like, oh, maybe it like helps the bulge thing or something. Like by wearing the briefs, the, the boxer brief trunks uh, instead Mason. of like traditional so, trunks. So yeah. Mason, I think uh, he says, I think Kenny is wasting his eyesight watch, watching guys' lower halves <laughs> rather than the in-ring action. Here's my thing. I have it on good authority right? that Mason gouged his own eyes out once he saw Jake Hager in boxer briefs, okay? <laughs> so he is, he's willingly blind oh, after seeing Jake Hager in uh, in boxer briefs. But yes. Right. It's important. What, what you wear is important. You see, Brandon, I hate you. Wait, wait, I'm gonna read this comment. I, I've been <laughs> yeah. lurking, but had to jump in to comment on that. I understand where Kenny's coming from. We want to see those glutes. <laughs> there you go. If you I can't want wait to see on this glutes. podcast. All right. Hashtag. We want those glutes. Hashtag. Right you want to see my glutes? No, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, what, what about what if you got like a Keith Lee? Right? Should he wear? So that shows no. more glutes, no. or what he's kind of got on. Oh. <laughs> Keith, I do not want to see Keith Lee. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, bigger I, guy. Let's close. I right? shouldn't say it. I, sh- I really shouldn't say this because uh, I don't want anyone to take away from the movement. So I'm not. I wasn't uh-huh. making fun of the movement whatsoever. But we were watching, uh, and it, it was at the Great American Bash, and Keith Lee was wearing a uh, Black Lives Matter on his tights, and. Uh, Keith Lee doesn't have an ass. Is probably the best way to say it. And uh, I was like, "Hey!" I told my sister, "I was like, hey, look at Keith Lee's." I said, "Look at Keith Lee's tights. Do you see what they read? It says Black Lives." Because <laughs> wow. just all just got sucked in on the on the lower extremities. Wow. So again, not against the movement. It was just like I couldn't read. The foul original wrestling says those glutes are limitless. What is up with this episode? We were supposed to rant on wrestling podcasts instead. We were talking about glutes, and of course, now the live pot, the the damn live chat starts working, so everybody can talk about. So everybody can talk about glutes. Keith Lee's limitless glutes. Oh, ass in his glory. <laughs> this is what the people want, man. They want glutes on their TV. Good glutes. I oh, hate Keith. this show. I hate this. It's the worst thing I've ever it's, done in my a life. Part, it's a part of wrestling, man. The whole thing. It's your character. It's a part of your look. You need everything, man. If you want to have all the tools. I, like, I, can't, I can't continue on with the show, man. I'm cracking up so bad. Uh, the, ass, the acid is glory. That, that, that's what got me, by the way. Um, but yes, Keith, speaking of Keith Lee, man. Great transitions today, Brandon. Great transitions. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> I like this comment. This is why this is the best podcast. Yes. We are the butt of, of the wrestling podcast joke community. But anyway, um, so Keith Lee, man, uh, so he cut a fucking fantastic promo um, where he kept referring to Dominic Dijakovic by his real name. He kept saying Dijak. And I was wondering if that was, uh, you know, and hit me up in the comments here. Um we're, we can't get off the subject. The, the comment in the chat is best glutes in wrestling. My vote is Angel Garza. Hey, I would say it would be yeah, Brian you know Cage if he showed off them glutes. 
Pull off uh, the glutes. Stop caging them glutes. He's, he's caged them. <laughs> no more caging those glutes. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is amazing. This is very therapeutic. I've had a lot of glute frustration recently, and I wanted to let this all out, all right? All right. Holy Turning red, by the way. I'm laughing so hard on uh on this podcast but um yeah getting back into it so keith lee cuts a promo where he kept saying die jack is a grown man die jack is a grown man and i'm like why does he keep saying die jack and i wonder you know i'm wondering if that was to add some realism to it basically say mm -hmm. like you hurt the man like behind the character um i think it was on purpose but if it wasn't he did a damn good job at covering it up and uh i really like you know i i always like when a curse word is inserted for effect I think a lot of people don't realize that, like, everyone think, misses the Attitude Era where it was, like, cursing every two seconds. But, like, now, when a curse is said, it's, like, a big thing. Like, you remember in 2014 when, like, Brie Bella looks at Stephanie McMahon right, right, right. and she's, like, wouldn't you stop being such a bitch? And it's, like, the whole crowd's, like, like oh! Like, yeah. like, the whole crowd went crazy. <laughs> and uh, so the, for the same thing, like, I, I like I like that, um, you know, when he was just, like, you're doing all this extra bullshit. And it was like, oh, like, you know, and so it showed that he was like really angry uh, and really going after Karrion Cross, you know. Karrion Cross, man, I think I, I, I can see I can see you're about to make an ass joke, by the way. I can literally just see it on your face because he starts. Brandon, here's the thing. Brandon's a horrible. He's a horrible poker player, a horrible poker player. He's uh, he starts like he smiles like he starts smiling before he says anything. I'm way past the the asterisk stuff on that. I mean, he ch but he shows his glutes right with his, with his eye, his I outfit. Know. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Too yeah. busy paying no. attention to Scarlett Bordeaux. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, no, but I'm just saying. I think their gimmick is 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 main roster ready, man. I, I hope oh, they dude. they move them up soon enough, man. Don't don't waste all the cool because that was a really cool shot they did with you know Bordeaux standing in front of the screen. I was like, man, I'd like to see that stuff on the main roster instead of you know wasted on. Thick boy. <laughs> I don't think you understand that if Karrion Cross goes to the main roster, that means there's more room for Thick Boy in NXT. <laughs> there's just That's even right. more room yeah. for Thick Boy. He needs to make Brandon, room what would you do if, if you saw Thick Boy's glutes? <laughs> should Thick Boy wear That's some trucks? Question. Yeah, should he wear trucks instead of the singlet? That's the question. We'll, we'll leave it. Let us know in the YouTube comments. <laughs> Wes, Wes, Wes says, I think Scarlett needs some shorter trunks, too. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we need to be equal here. Shorter trunks for That's Scarlett. Right. That's right. Um, but yes, um, Karrion Cross is, I agree with you, is main roster ready. Um, he has been main roster ready. When he was in Impact, he was WWE main roster ready. And I told a lot of people that when, when uh, he was getting courted by AEW and WWE, I'm like, don't put him in AEW. Not that, like, it's not a knock at AEW. It's not a knock at Karrion Cross. It's just I saw the fit with WWE better. Mm -hmm. You know, I saw it um, that he could nail it in WWE, and sure enough, he has. And uh, you know, I'm here to admit that I was wrong because I was really against Scarlett being paired with him. I know they're a real life couple, but I'm never a fan of like just because they're a real life couple, you should pair them um, because she had her own character that was amazing. But she's channeled like really enhanced his character and really right. honed in on this dark character that I'm like, okay, cool. Cause she can always do that other character down the road if she wants to. But the fact that they're together <laughs> and they're, she's really, you know, she's really enhancing his stuff 
which is crazy to say because Karrion Cross was so good by himself. Um, I love it. I just I, I love it. I love everything about their character. And like you said, I mean, he can main event WrestleMania, the next WrestleMania. Like that's how right. ready I feel like he is. And uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against like if they wanted an NXT guy to win, like debut him in the Rumble, and yeah. uh, and and have him win the whole damn thing. I w- I wouldn't be against it. Even over, uh, even over like Adam Cole or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if they're gonna push Adam Cole to the moon on the on the main roster. On the main, um... I'm scared of that. And I think a lot of people are too. Uh, Undisputed are coming back though, uh, pretty good. Um, I like their role, but I don't like. Where do you go for, with them in NXT? They already right, dominated. Right. Like, it's like they need the, to, yeah, move anyway. Almost, but it's like yeah. I almost don't want them to move either because it's like. It, I want them to have a crowd when they when they debut. Oh, when yeah. they come here, right, right? Yeah. So it's just me. But let's let's talk. Um, <laughs> that Ricky Stark spot at the end of uh, <laughs> AEW Dynamite. Um, yeah, man, he's hardcore. I would have never taken that. And, and props to him because as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, he slid across his back. Yeah. And that Did was, you see that picture? That- yeah, with the scratches. Yeah. But he was he bled from the back instantly, and so my creative character would never do that. All right, <laughs> my car- creative character would have his stats all maxed out, yeah, and he would never. Not, he ain't taking those spots, bro. He yeah, he's, he ain't taking those spots. All right. Um, but um, my thing is like, I guess to me it's like it's not necessarily. I'm not saying like, oh, he shouldn't have taken a a thumbtack spot. It's just how you take it. Like if he was gonna do a skateboard spot, I feel like you should have laid out on the mat so that he could just come down with impact straight as opposed to this sliding motion. Because like, if you do a slide, if you're going to do a sliding motion like that, it's going to fuck up your back. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, yeah, it was like, it it wasn't the thumbtacks that got me. It was literally the fact that he slid and it was like, Oh no, Brandon, go closer to your mic. Literally no one can hear you. Oh no! There you go. Because he's like, yeah. <laughs> falling out. But, but um, yeah. yeah, man. So, but the other thing about uh, dynamite, we did kind of agree that this was like a sloppy episode. Did we not agree on that? Yeah, some of the I felt like some of the in ring work was a little. And you heard me. I mean, you heard me. Crisp, yeah. Last week we were like, oh, dynamite was the best. This was this. And um, this week, it felt like there was a lot of missed spots in matches. Uh, Ricky Stark missed a couple of them. And I'm not even knocking the wrestlers. It's just something felt off about this episode. And, and hit me up in the chat. I don't know. Was it just me? Uh, but Brandon agreed. Like We were like, yeah, this, this is a little chop shop here. A little chop shop going <laughs> chop on shop. here. And you, it felt, you, felt a little rough. Pr- yeah. I was going to say, you were not impressed with the, uh, with the women's match. Uh, Sheeta versus the... Uh, who did oh, Cheetah face? Diamante? Diamante, yeah. Yeah, Diamante, to me, yeah. And, and that was more like a Cheetah and a Diamante are like really good. So it's like, why when they got together did they have yeah. such a bad yeah. match? Um, and especially, like I said this, you know, a lot of people, and you can watch it on our YouTube, we talk about it. A lot of people have been very critical, like, oh, the women's division needs more airtime. And I agree. And if this is the, it's a With bad feature. We turn part. it on. Yeah, yeah. It, I said like if you're you know a casual and you tune into AEW, so I'm gonna give it a chance. Oh, let me give the women's division a chance. If that was your representation of it, you'd be like, oh shoot, fuck this. I'm going back to Bailey and Sasha. And it's like that's why I was like, ah, like damn it, that sucks. Because like I feel like 
the women the the um women's champion should have a better match than that so it was more so just about wanting more for them and uh i was like ah that just it just sucks that they didn't hit it out of the park um but yeah and, and this is a good comment right here um foul foul uh original wrestling says i don't know it all felt uh, a little disjointed that's exactly what it was like something felt off about the timing and and not just the women's match it was like everything even the main the event matches, yeah. it was the main event i was like what's going on in this match like brian cage and Bri- and ricky starks were supposed to do some spots together and like brian cage like flips flips them and then like he misses the spot completely ricky starks and i'm like ah oh, this is this is this is bad so west west says i'd really buy a glutes tea Guys, <laughs> tune in tonight because I'm going to submit. Uh, tune into my social media, I should say, on Twitter. I will make you a glute shirt. <laughs> I will 100% make you a glute shirt. Uh, everyone's ready to buy it. We're all going to wear our glutes tees. We're all ready. Um, little speaking of t-shirts, a little something cool yeah. is like I was talking. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but I was talking to Abaddon uh, on Twitter, uh, DMinger, and uh, she's got a new t-shirt out. Uh, so everybody go buy that one it's uh, really good it's it's really good I, that's all i'll say because i don't want to out her too much she's she's awesome abaddon had a really good showing in aew dark um and speaking of um ratings i want to talk about ratings so i literally looked at brandon because remember i think the other week was like 800 for like aew and then like yeah. seven something for for dynamite yeah. i looked at brandon and i go watch it'll be like It'll be like AEW 770 and then like NXT, like like lower sevens. And I said, because I said basically they're going to bridge the gap because this was a little bit more sloppy of an AEW episode. Official ratings, Brandon. <laughs> AEW 773,000, NXT 707,000. NXT yeah, moved up just like I thought. And then okay. AEW moved down. It's exactly, like it's exactly what I thought that, the, that AEW would win, but the gap would be bridged a little bit uh, more. And uh, I think that kind of reflected, like, you know, exactly what I was saying. I, I thought NXT was really good. I liked the, how it started off with uh, the women's match, like, really frenetic. I always like when shows start off like that. Arguably, I liked NXT maybe a little bit more this week. Mm. And not, again, again, not because they had better matches, not because they had... Um, it wasn't even a better show. It was just it was more consistent. Sometimes all you need is a little bit more consistency. AEW Dynamite was, was like I said, a little bit sloppy. Kind of like this podcast episode. Last, <laughs> last week, we had an amazing, structured podcast episode. This week, not so much. So our, our ratings <laughs> but, are going yeah. down, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> going back down. But I will say, uh, I think the, the MJF segment uh, sort of saved it, man. The show. That, that was oh, dude, good stuff. Dude, the MJF segment was the one segment. Like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, if there's one segment to judge the whole show on, it is that MJF segment. Um, and that's why I pose, actually, I pose a question to you uh, right here in the chat. Um, comment comment below if you're watching this later on. Uh, who's the better heel? A lot of people have been asking this on mm-hmm. social media. Who's the better heel, MJF or The Miz? Miz, wow. And that is, to Brandon, I know you're going to have a hard time because those are your two yeah, favorites right there. Yeah. But if you had ah. to absolutely pick. I, I would using using sort of the logic we we, we bring up on on this show anyway. I, I guess I would have to say Miz because he's just being more sort of annoying right now, which is you know sort of a thing. The Miz, and you said? MJF, 
Yeah, because oh, being, yeah, being more like annoying. So I guess he's being a better heel, you know, in a sense. It's like okay. MJF is kind of like, you know, he's giving these like rousing speeches almost. And so it's like I'm almost sort of you know, inspired by this dude. I'm like, oh, dang, man, this, this dude's good. Like I'm like liking him in a way. I'm not necessarily hating him. It's the way I should, or he's not like getting under yeah. my skin. But maybe that'll come once he starts feuding with Moxley more. Maybe they'll start doing some really despicable stuff, and that'll sort of be like, okay. I think he does do despicable things, though. You know what I mean? Like, the, here's here's. I'll actually give this, and you know, I'm a big Miz fan. I want you to know, right. like, I'm I'm up there with the Miz. I've always I have a my name is awesome shirt, you know, or hello, right. I'm awesome. I should say, um, I'm gonna give it to MJF, and let me tell you why. The Miz has been around since 2007 and has gotten to this point after failing in in some senses, failing as a baby face, going through. And I don't want that's not a knock at him. He went through some things to get to that point and has been amazing. Um, Now, the Miz is definitely the company guy to me. You know, he's the guy you can put on the marquee and be consistent and you can put him on TV. I'm talking about TV shows and media like you can just put the Miz and he, he does it like nobody else. So he's more valuable in that sense. However, MJF hasn't been around for a while, and yet he's already at this level. So it's like, to me, it's like, you give MJF the seasoning that The Miz got, and the sky's the limit. Sky's the limit with MJF, and I mean, he hit it out of the park with, he literally had this arbitrary state of the wrestling industry (laughs) promo, and yet he nailed it within the parameters of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. MJF's money, and somebody. There was a question posed on social media. I'll ask it in the chat again. A lot of a lot of chat engagement today. Um, people were asking, "Who's the first guy you think uh, to leave AEW and go to WWE?" Oh, I could see MJF doing that. I, five years from now, you know, like MJF leaving and going to WWE because I, I, here's a guy that could add to the WWE roster, right? Who, so who do you think, actually? Just pose that in the chat. Who do you think could leave AEW and go to WWE? Or who's going to be the first guy to do it? And Kenny why Omega. is it Wardlow? <laughs> Wardlow. <laughs> I, I don't think, to, to me, WWE won't take like a, a big guy as like much as they'll man. take like a guy that they can like mold in their image. That's mold why I think Wardlow. Because like sense, Wardlow yeah. is like unpolished, so they could take him. Like Think, think Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis was in TNA, uh, TNA but... They took, they've taken him to WWE. Now he's doing like bigger things with mm. that character and really expanding on it. Um, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sean Spears is the, the comment. Yes, Sean Spears <laughs> go right back to WWE. He's, you know, he's really misusing <laughs> AEW. They should re- he should really go back to WWE. Um, Britt Baker, that's actually a really good one. Especially if oh, Adam yeah, Cole, yeah. like if her and Adam Cole, you know, end up getting married and, you know, they want to be on the same roster anyway. Uh, it's actually a good point. Britt Baker could do really well because now she's really... I've said Britt Baker's uh, meant for like an AEW because she needed to... Or no, I've said that actually the opposite. Like I feel like she should have gone to an NXT mm-hmm. and gotten like a little bit more training. But now she's kind of like finding her stride, you know. She's Michael Jordan of professional wrestling. MJ, that's right. All right. But anyway. She's damn good. But let's talk about... um. The the other thing I want to talk about, a huge subject, is have you heard the rumors? And this actually why our background on the video version is uh, a cruise ship here. Okay. Uh, SummerSlam has been rumored to be in a different location, or WWE at least wants it in a different location, uh, being that it's like the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Um, they're thinking about doing it on like a cruise ship or like a boat or something like that, or a beach. 
So something something crazy. Too, I think that's a great idea. I think that's a phenomenal cool, yeah. idea too. Like to, I I would love to see a beach show. Like give me yeah. a beach show like akin to a bash at the beach and like people are like knocking it like oh Vince is out of his mind and stuff. It's like guys, I've said this before and I've said it again. <laughs> the WWE pay-per-views are a fever dream at this point. They are doing themed pay-per-views to get you through it because they know it shouldn't right. look like the same crap that you see on Raw and SmackDown, you know, at the PC. They are limited. Like, yeah. kudos to WWE for trying something new. Something different. You know, well, I wonder if, if they end up outside at, like, a beach since they're out, maybe they can actually have people around... It's, you it's, know, it's, it's ring, actually you know? a really good idea. Outside, I, didn't, I didn't even yeah. think about that. Like you know, you it, because you can have a shot where you can show that everyone's kind of distanced. Yeah, you know, there's wind. Ah, that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good, a very, very good point. You know, and then maybe you have people in the water. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah, like yeah, if you have people like, right. like like swimming, yeah, swimming around, and around, doing yeah. like having fun in the water. I think it would be a really cool visual. And a lot of people are not thinking that far ahead. They're just like, oh, this is weird. Uh, I love this comment by the way, Apron Bump. You've become my like favorite person right away. Uh, it says Brock Lesnar versus Shark 2. If you remember that commercial with Brock Lesnar, <laughs> F5, and the Shark from SummerSlam years ago, you were you were an, a G in my book. Uh, what about WWE rents out Hulk Hogan's private beach? Let's talk about that. So Slam Hub Wrestling doesn't realize that we live in Florida, <laughs> and I've been to Hogan's Beach. So Hogan's Beach doesn't exist anymore. So Hogan, uh, Hogan's, uh, Hogan's Beach doesn't. Uh, it used to. I, my friend used to work there actually. Uh, so yeah, that 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 part is not at least no longer Hogan's Beach. Just mm. for the record. So yes. Damn, oh, we should hold it there, brother, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you could go. To, you could go to the beach, dude. If it's it was in clear water yeah. and they had like limited capacity, oh, oh we're there. We are there, Brandon. We are there. <laughs> masks and all. Uh, no masks, baby. We're outside. We can breathe. <laughs> breathe in that. Seawater. <laughs> in wrapping up, uh, let, let's talk about the fact that, you know, the wrestling podcast industry, I did want to talk about tongue in cheek, of course. I, I have no problem with the wrestling podcast industry, but full disclosure, Brandon and I recorded <laughs> or took pictures, I should say, right after AEW Dynamite. And if you notice, I'm doing a peace sign. So that is a little tongue in cheek. Give him the peach piece. That's another t shirt we got to make. But, um, I will say, you know, I want to thank everybody in the chat right now because, like, it's so cool the fact that we can have, like, you know, literally we talked about glutes for, like, about 15 <laughs> minutes. Like, how crazy is that? Like, and, and that, would, that wouldn't be possible without all of you in the chat right. and just allowing us to have fun. That's the main thing. It's like, I see so many podcasters and um, the advice I want to give is this. A lot of podcasters out there, uh, they have amazing content. I don't think anybody's ever knocking the content of a lot of these podcasters. Um, the problem is a lot of people aren't willing to sell themselves and say, like, I, I've, if, if you see my three, my, I, had, I was tweeting out like 3 or 4 a.m. And they were real thoughts, uh, which is like, if you, don't, if you don't believe you're the best, how are you going to become the best? Mm. You know, I believe we're the best wrestling podcast. If you feel like that's a knock to, uh, at your podcast, then you need to check yourself. Like you need to go, no, I'm the, if you go, no, I'm the best wrestling podcast. Cool. That's the mentality you should have. But if you just feel like, no, their podcast sucks. Wrong mentality. Wrong mentality. Focus on yourself. Don't focus on other on others. Um, but going back into it, it's just 
<laughs> wrestling in the dark. Thanks to everyone in the chat because we wouldn't have anything to talk about since our <laughs> brains are empty. Yes, it's true. What will we talk about? What, you think this Brandon sound like he has a good conversation? No. I mean, no. me talking to myself. So I'm paying people four hundred dollars to hang out. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you did that. But no, it's just like Guys, I, I always say I'll meet you all at the top because I want the best for everybody. But the truth of the matter is not all of us will will get there um, because, A, it's hard. We look, I look at look at this episode. Live chat hasn't worked for like three weeks, but do you see me <laughs> bitching and moaning about it? No, just go with it. Just got to go with it. Last week, full disclosure, uh, met the intro messed up. Mm. And I played it off just like, all right, cool. Let's just go with it. At the end of the day, that's why I like doing it live, because if it's live, you can't mess up. You just got to go with it. Can't retape. You can't think about it. So, guys, I mean, like I said, the state of the wrestling podcast industry, please continue to do your thing. Don't get discouraged if you only have five viewers. Uh, I know you thought I'd be ranting on y'all, but I'm not. Uh, I just want to say again, it, we're all in this together. Um, continue the hard work. I know what it's like. I know that. Uh, the tip of the iceberg is only the hour or so that you record every episode. And it's the 99% uh, of advertising and, and hoping people will follow you and saying, guys, hit that thumbs up, which you should do in the chat right now. Please hit that thumbs up before you go help us out. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's the hard part. And I know that. And if you ever need advice, let me know. And, and here's something I actually want to rant about. Uh, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but I saw somebody out there and uh, they said, I feel like I've gotten good at social media and if you want advice, you can, you can hire me to do this, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to be blunt. Mm. Yeah. You can call it cocky, but it's just facts. In a year and a half, we have over 20,000 followers on Instagram and Twitter. I have more engagement on social media, on Twitter alone than this person. We have twice the amount of subscribers on YouTube. Better production value. Better this, better that, better that. I would not look you all in the eyes and go, hire me to help you with your social media. I would say, DM me and help, and I'll help you. Because it'll come back to me. And it really almost like offended me, you know, of like, how dare you think like, I will never think I'm the best. And I guess, like, approach it in the manner that that person approached it and hire me so that I can help you. Because I've gotten some great help from the Chris Van Vliet's of the world. And Chris Van Vliet didn't, doesn't charge me a dime to give me nuggets of advice. Flashbacks Wrestling, when, when we were first starting, he, was, he gave some great advice. So follow mm. him, please, too. Uh, it's a FB, FB Podcast, FB Wrestling on Twitter and on Instagram. I mean, dude, we had 50 followers and you saw something in us. It's like, if we're quote-unquote bigger... I want to help. I want to educate. I want to bring you up with me. I'm not going to get you to hire. I'm not going to have you hire me and pay me a couple bucks to teach you how to get followers. It's criminal, man. I, I, I hate when people do stuff like that. Um, everything pro wrestling says, no, Kenny, you are a hundred percent, bro. Um, Hollis, I appreciate that. You're modest and humble in the best way. And I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm modest. Mm. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm humble. I, 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 I believe in us. I believe in our content, and I, I think we are one of the best wrestling podcasts. The hell, we're in the top 50 wrestling podcasts. I didn't even freaking know it, and Anthony from Smart to Death uh, sent me the chart and said, dude, do you see where you are? You're in, like, number 43. And it's like, we are? Because sometimes, yes, I'm a little bit too humble, but you gotta be. 
You got to be. And uh, everything pro wrestling. We've taught Kenny and helped each other. I appreciate you in the podcast grind. And likewise, likewise, I appreciate you. You know, it's just, it's hard. It's hard out there. Brandon doesn't know because he lives at his mom's house and doesn't help <laughs> with any of any of this he just comes on an hour a week and then demands that i pay him four hundred dollars and then when i pay him four hundred dollars he goes and gives it to alexa bliss and asks her to go out it's the circle of life wrestling man we're just recycling they're giving us entertainment we give it back to them you know it's siding off brandon I want to read this comment because I want you to go watch this. It says, I've been lecturing Kenny on his commentary via via DMs because he's a pale imitation of Corey Graves. So what's really funny is Mason uh, has been giving. I, I really, and, and full disclosure, I asked Mason for his um, um, for his opinion on our commentary. And let me tell you why. You know, like I said, Mason's blind, so he focuses on the commentary. So to me, yes. his ears are really in tune to every little intricate detail. And I'm like, so please give me your advice, um, you know or give me some critiques on um our commentary and so he said that brandon is very similar to brian uh byron saxton and i'm very (laughs) similar to Corey graves and i was like it's really funny that you said that because that's what we were going for that's exactly what we're going for is that dynamic and it works out perfectly and brandon's a better brandon is a better play-by-play than he'll ever give himself credit for um he wanted to be color and couldn't do it because he's a better play-by-play uh, that's just finding your strengths always always cater to your your uh your partner's strengths there uh and his glutes um, yes but apron bump uh that, that means a lot which is this is my first time watching you guys love what you do you got a new fan in me thank you i appreciate Aww. that if we gain one person a week it's all worth it one one person a week uh fernando says i'd say you're the best podcast to grow so easily you were at 240 followers when we first met so it's incredible yeah and you know not to brag uh, on Instagram, we are at uh, you know twelve point three, or sorry thirteen thirteen point two. I got that mixed up. Thirteen point uh, no thirteen point three uh, thousand followers on. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Humble beginnings, guys. Humble beginnings, and look where we are, and we will continue to grow. It's only been. It's not even been a year and a half, Brandon. And we're cra- already on the cruise ship, man. And we're already on the cruise ship. All right. But uh, Hollis says, I don't want to cater to Brandon's ass. Yes. But guys, just to <laughs> everyone out there, have a good day. Have a great weekend. Again, I will start posting clips on uh, YouTube Ski uh, so that you can see this a little bit more chopped up. More chopped up than uh, AEW Dynamite. But <laughs> again, I want to show this yeah, from, the, yeah. from before uh, when the f- show first started. I'm going to show this again. Me finding out Brandon paid Alexa Bliss $400. <laughs> so dude like before we go on air um yeah this dude right so he paid uh four hundred dollars it's like a, a video going around uh the internet so he paid four hundred dollars to ask alexa bliss out and it's wait, like the most, wait, wait, wait. Did, you, did you say four hundred dollars yeah it's like the most cringy thing dude like he paid 400 bucks to ask her out and she basically sent like a response it's like oh hey like sorry i'm flattered i have a boyfriend you know, so it's like four hundred dollars just right down the drain. Spent all that damn money. Wait, that was <laughs> that was you? Wait. 